How was your Father's Day? How was my Father's Day? It was actually really good. Uh, Lindsay asked what I wanted for breakfast. And, you know, that's the most important meal of the day. And of How course, I asked for, you for to answer that question. I asked for sausage, man. Oh, okay. So I got, uh, yeah, you know, we don't really have it that often. We'll just do, you know, eggs and and uh, sometimes I'll. I'll Did that mean you had to go? Bacon. She had to go to the grocery store to pick it up. Or? She actually asked, yeah, my my brother in law's wife to pick some up for us, which was nice. So, yeah, nice. but we went to the we went to the market to get some. Got that, at, and it was really nice. I got some awesome gifts, uh, and it was it was a very enjoyable day. I didn't have to really do anything she she did a lot of uh the prep the work the food she she made me a taco bar for dinner oh hell yeah so david how was your father's day man it was great uh got breakfast burritos in the morning had a picnic in the park picked up some donuts took a three-hour nap had barbecue for Ugh. dinner it was a good time man and, and does, uh, susie, yeah. does susie also like barbecue she does yeah yeah that helps. she had a nice tri-tip oh yeah and i had beef ribs uh even wound it all up with a peach cobbler. Oh man, homemade, right? No, no, no. This was all wood, <laughs> uh, wood ranch. No, oh, okay. I, I didn't care enough to. I thought about like, oh, I could in the morning. I could go pick up some meats and stuff, and then I was like, I might want to take a nap in the middle of this day. So, as you did, um, right? Three hours, man. That's a hefty nap. I totally did. Yeah, Wes was very much done with his nap when <laughs> uh, he was like, "Let's go downstairs." Um, but it was nice to like. Just cuddle up with him and nap for three hours. That was tight. Did you wake up feeling um, like you are uh, you were in another dimension? I did. Yeah, I've definitely had those like midday naps where I wake up and I'm like, it's five o'clock, but it's so light. What's happening? Yeah, yeah. You're just <laughs> you're like a, a baby fresh out of the womb trying to figure out what exactly. the hell's going on. Yeah, uh, and we got to see each other this past weekend. We did. We uh, did a. Uh, an exchange of Patreon uh, things that uh, are going out, or did they already go out? Did you guys find they, those they, they will be going out, yeah. So they, uh, you know, I appreciate the patience on behalf of our patrons. The uh, But this, the handoff has been made. You know, David and I don't live in the same yeah. city. Luckily, we live within driving distance of each other, so we have made the handoff. And yeah, I got, with I got LA the goods COVID now traffic, and, it only took me 20 uh, minutes to get home. Isn't so. that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we got to see each other. took uh, took a picture for the socials. The kids got to hang out for a little bit and uh, race around and break stuff, which has all been repaired. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, <laughs> somehow they came out with a, with yes. a doll table that was in five pieces. Yep, there you go. All four <laughs> legs and the tabletop. But yeah, oh, never man. fear. Dad was here. And then we did a little gift so, exchange. We finally exchanged our Christmas gifts, which really were like Christmas slash Father's Day gifts. And, right, uh, and I do believe that we're going to have an episode on this on the on the pa- the Patreon about uh, extracurriculars slash um, entrepreneurial entrepreneur, <laughs> yeah entrepreneurship. And uh, David got me a Caskworks vodka for batch number one, batch number one. Whoa. So I've got that. I don't know if you noticed. that. I didn't that even t- notice the batch number on it. Yeah, so I'm very excited about that, and uh, hopefully Rick had a hand in it. We'll see. I, I hope Rick's hand was in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you got me a gray whale gin, which I'm enjoying right now uh, with some soda water. And you know what? We were just talking about uh, the WWDC and Big Sur, the release for Apple. You know that some of that's oh my the gosh, ingredients yeah, for my that favorite, gin were The most sourced. wonderful time of the year. Yeah. Some of those ingredients were sourced from Big Sur, California. Oh my gosh, gym. I totally noticed that. That's right. The juniper is from Big Sur. Yep. 
There you uh, go. They haven't come up with Mac OS ba- uh, Baja California or Sonoma. Sonoma is going to be a cool OS. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Mendocino huh? Coast, Santa Cruz, Central Valley. <laughs> Sonoma sounds like a yeah, total got, Mac OS. So. When, yeah, when does the, um, oh my God, we were just talking about this, the emu. Uh, when does <laughs> when does that OS drop? The Lake Kachuma slash, no, no, no. Lake Kachuma, <laughs> that expansion. <laughs> Right, yeah. The Danish, the Danish town. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Solvang. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Sol- the Solvang release. I'm looking forward to Mac that. Mac OS Solvang. Oh, yeah, OS yeah. Solvang. <laughs> um, Mac OS Solvang will be like, yeah, that'll be a security patch, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speak- oh so speaking of computers, uh, tonight's episode brought to you by yet another mechanical failure. Uh, my oh, that's right. My rig is actually uh, it's in Texas right now. Because it's uh, it's being repaired, it decided to blossom. I guess you could say it's expanding in the center, and I uh, have to get it uh, the battery replaced professionally because I don't want to touch it anymore. And so, uh, in order to make things work tonight, I had to hoof the the gift from Lindsay from when we moved in here our um, our twenty seven inch iMac in from the house out to the office. And set it all up, boot it up, and it's you know it's an old machine, man. So it it took a while to get her going, but uh, but we're here, and and I'm thinking to myself, man, I can't be doing this every week. This thing's huge. I mean, it's definitely yeah. no little thing. <laughs> this is Jimmy Eat Pod. But honestly, I had to have Jack. I had to have Jack. He held the cords. He held the the keyboard and all that stuff. Oh, and I just good. And they're not easy. They're not easy to pick up. You pick them up by the screen, and then the that the support thing just kind of flops out the back. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's very awkward. But uh, I, I imagine that they don't expect you to be moving them around. Probably you know, not. Yeah. On the daily. So. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay. So uh, I have a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, from I don't know. It's always usually like two weeks ago. Because of how we do the recording. Um, but uh, let's see. Oh, uh, there was some discussion on the Discord uh, in uh, from Futures Past, who was a big subject of, man, which episode was it now? It Matters? Or no. What was Futures Past? We don't, No, it was uh, nothing uh, wrong? Firefight. I see nothing wrong here. It was nothing wrong? <laughs> We're giving them away. Yeah. Only because it says... Uh, listening to Jimmy Pod episode thirty five about nothing wrong about thirty four yes, minutes in discussing right. the name of the song, uh, being one or two words. I think both nothing wrong and just tonight were given uh more unusual names to give the track list a more contemporary pop emo look. As far as I recall, those are the only two songs besides movie like that have that treatment. It seems like something they might have uh been talked into and went with because they didn't feel strongly against but because it wasn't what they came up with themselves they didn't stick with it on social media and such and then minty 901 came in and said little thing is one word as well right and i said you both might be on to something winky face <laughs> there you um, go because here we are with the little thing episode uh-huh so, and where are we going uh, to go? Oh man, I love this this uh this series of songs. It's yeah. going to be good. Where oh where, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, that was uh uh that was uh Future's Past or was that uh Kevin? Uh that was Future's Past that uh yeah. talked about okay. the titles and then Minty 901 jumped in. Gotcha. Uh 
and Minty901, who we know from both uh, Reddit and Chorus FM. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a frequenter on that site. I'm, uh, I've am i got uh, Danger Gavin is in general chat, says uh, that moment when David's in general VC. And I said, <laughs> we're live, baby. Trying it anyway. He's like, just by yourself? I was like, nah, the show. We're podding live. Um, <laughs> well, for another seven minutes until we turn into, uh, I don't know what it's going to be, robots. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested yeah, know, to right? hear what it sounds <laughs> like after the, uh, the, the free, the licensing expires on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People have to let us know how we sound. Like, you guys sound mm-hmm. like you're down a well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh I guess I guess for everybody else in the public uh and this was 2 weeks ago now, we are trying a thing where we're on the Discord potting live and I don't know, maybe we'll take live questions. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Yeah, I would love to take some live questions. Uh and you'll notice that if you do listen to us, there isn't a lot of editing. There might be some spots where David and I uh will have a like a, some kind of internet hiccup. But there isn't. I mean, if you yeah. if you can't tell from a two from a, what an averaging out two hour episode, yeah, two there hours. isn't a lot that we cut out. <laughs> there isn't no. a lot. So there's a. Uh, it, it, it's pretty much listening to the full show live. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess. Uh, uh, I don't know. We'll see if people chat. I, I can't. It looks like it's just me in the room. So I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna leave. The, I'm gonna leave that. I don't want to get distracted by it. So I'm gonna leave that off. For the time being, yeah, 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 until yeah. I get more comfortable with well, it. Well, I have, uh, I yeah, I have notifications it. come up, which is the only reason I saw that Danger Gavin was listening. Anyway, little thing from Invented tracks, track number eight of twelve or seventeen, yeah. if you're counting the bonus tracks, produced by Mark Trombino and Jimmy World at Unit Two. This song was recorded, released September twenty eighth, two thousand ten, sung by Jim on Interscope Record. What do you think of this? This is song? another fader, right? They've got the fade in and the fade out at the end on this track, right? It is. Maybe that's the maybe that's the key with these one word compound word songs. Yeah, maybe they just they they they're always going on. It's just a stream of consciousness. Yeah, they and like you said on uh, yeah, like you said, it, it floats in, floats out. Yeah, it just kind of comes. You know, the the song is going. Man, maybe it's because I don't listen to a lot of songs or I don't notice them when they're when they come and fade in and fade out. There aren't a lot of songs. Uh, that do that and, and partially because let's say it's one of your hits it's not an easy song to play live if you've got a long fade out but so much so that they've only played this one three times wow <laughs> yeah i do think it's got a cool message to it so uh, again it this is our this is the is just scoot back up in here so we're in the, in the third track of our little venture here um little thing uh, not much like nothing wrong. I liked our little uh, our little uh, expansion into the whole like uh, you're a nothing wrong. Um, I don't know <laughs> if this necessarily carries that same kind of that usage here, but uh, maybe sure. little thing in this in in this way the way that this song is titled is that it's it's even more of an insignificant thing is what he's trying to get across. And when we start going through the lyrics, I think we can, uh, I can touch on that and show you what I'm talking about, but it's just almost and I did not a do little it. thing and making it even smaller, a little more insignificant. Yeah. I didn't do a lyric deep dive on this mm-hmm. one. So I'm, I, I'm going to be uh, coming at it fresh. Okay. There was, uh, well, first I, of all, I mean, going from song meanings, there wasn't a ton of information. The, f- the top comment was, a correction. Well, talk comment. It wasn't had even zero, a, a, so I don't no even rating. pay attention. No one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and again, I just went back to. I don't have the the liner notes, but the more I the more that we do these lyric 
you know, the, the, the run through the lyrics. I want to make sure that I have the liner notes version. So anybody that says like in this case, um, Matt, Matt, Maddie, Maddie DW says, you know, as written in the album booklet. So this, this guy or girl is saying what they're seeing in that liner note there. So I'm taking, uh, I, I, I matched that up with what was on genius. So everything seems to jive. I'm, I'm assuming that sure, the yeah. lyrics I'm looking at are all good. I've okay. grabbed the liner notes just in case. Yeah. And did you look at the genius lyrics at all? Was there any any uh, discrepancies there? Uh, I didn't go line by line, so I'll, I'm going to go line by line as we go to sort okay. of check ourselves. All right, well, let, let's do but that. But I did Since source I did... my lyrics from genius, so we'll see. Okay, cool. And, uh, yeah, there was, like I said, there's not a lot in song meanings anyway. Uh, there was uh, what a tune had made a comment, but we can talk about what a tune, what they said after we go through this. So here's how the lyrics go. Again, we gotta we gotta remind our the listeners, the people who haven't heard this song in a while, because again, I mean, I'm, I'm revisiting these songs every time we do one of these tracks. Uh, it it comes in, it's got the piano coming in, and then once I the love song, the piano on oh, this track too. It's just a twinkle. It's that lovely little twinkle. Uh huh. Yeah, the little arpeggio down there, and yeah. and just floats in, and then it it's the song starts with Zach on that kick drum, and boom, boom, and comes in, and and then it's it's lyrics that uh, that they don't they don't stray too far from the beat. Starts with it's it's how I've often felt when I find myself oh on nights like these, like Christmas Eve. And what I get from that is uh, on nights like these, like Christmas Eve, I personally, I think of like that's when you're thinking of nights like Christmas Eve, it's it's time when you are with somebody you love or with family or it's a time of joy and reflection. It's not like a regular night. It's not like a, a you know, a Tuesday night on some day in July. Right. So it's like right. a, it's a it's a heartfelt part of the the year. There's a lot of emotion going around as so I'm gathering from this. So whatever it is that's going on this night, it's making him feel these things, which which will kind of guide me into or guide you into what I'm what I'm going to try to and decipher from this song. Uh, and then from an empty office window to the street outside. Uh, so from that, I'm thinking I'm thinking of a guy. I'm picturing a guy or you know this this uh, protagonist here standing looking outside an empty office window. It's late on a Friday night or the end of the week. And he's looking down at the street outside. A Christmas Eve, if you will. <laughs> yeah. So he's and, and maybe not even just looking down to the street, but he goes from his empty office in that window to the street outside. So it's yeah. it's a late night for this yeah. gentleman. Yes. And he's thinking, it's everything not to call and find out why. And that's that's when it kind of comes together and starts like, well, what's the song about? It's everything not to call. He maybe misunderstands why they're not together or potentially what this, this rift is between this, the, these two people in this song. That's what I'm gathering from this anyway. And from the first verse, why are they okay. not together and find out why it's everything not to call. I don't want to take that moment and, and call you and, and find out why. I don't know if it's fear of, of hearing that, that inevitable it's well, it's over. Or if it's just that he doesn't want to seem like the needy one and, and, and kind of kind of pushing things around, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So then we that, that that's when we end off the the yeah. first verse there, and yep. uh, and again the lyrics are in the chorus, and again the chorus is going to be in this song 
three times. It's it's and it's not it doesn't differ anytime the the chorus is sung. It's the same thing essentially. So this is what's going to be um reiterated here. This is gonna be like the uh the theme here. So it's just a little thing buried in the other things. And uh burning uh there we go. It's just a little thing buried in the other things burning away from inside. It's eating this guy out. Or, <laughs> It's uh, Whoa, eating this guy from the inside out. And yes. uh, it's just eating him. And he can't, I don't know. It's just, it's one other little thing on top of another thing that's just compounding. And uh, that's essentially what is eating away at their relationship is all of these little things that have, um, th- that have brought themselves into the, into the scenario, into their relationship. And uh, and it's and it's coming to a head eventually, but then this guy says, "Hey, would you stay with me tonight?" Which reminds me of um, "Stay on my side tonight." Whenever I hear that line, okay. I think of "Stay on my side mm. tonight." And 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 I don't think it has the same the same meaning. But, yeah, but what, this what he is wants more is, like this is like if you have a fight with your significant other, or like let's say you're going through a breakup, and it's like, look, uh, we this is coming to an end, but can we spend this last night together? It doesn't have to be sexual. I just want to be with you. Yeah. Let's just do this just to, just to kind of bring a little piece of what was in the past in our relationship back into the, back into the, the foreground here. Just stay with me tonight. We'll forget about all the, these arguments that we've had. The fact that we're drifting apart, just stay with me. Let's, let's, let's bring us together on one piece of common ground. The fact that we were in a relationship together at one point in our lives and it meant something. Uh, and then in the, the second half of the chorus, um, and there's a quiet dream I'm not supposed to think, which just makes me think of he's wishing for better times, that uh, you can't force that in a relationship. You have to work toward that. And so he's dreaming of it, but it's it's not really going to come to fruition. He can't force it to happen. Mm-hmm. And where they are in their relationship, it may never happen. Uh, and again, eating away at my mind, could you be with me tonight? It's just, again, it's just, it, it seems like this song from the verse to the chorus is a, is a guy that's just wearing himself down by thinking of so many different things. What what happened yes. to our relationship? What could it be? Um, would you just please put this aside and be with me on this night? Now so go with me down this rabbit hole, because this is the first time I'm really d- d- digging into the lyrics this hit way. It. What if, and there's a quiet dream, he's referring to the previous night, the previous line, would you stay with me tonight? He's saying to himself, and he says, and there's a quiet dream, I'm not supposed to think, and that thought is eating away at my mind, and instead of saying, would you stay with me tonight, he's changed it to, could you be with me tonight? So, maybe... Maybe he's recanting on, his dream is to ask her, would you stay with me tonight? But maybe they're not even together. Maybe he's fabricated an entire relationship, and now he's actually asking somebody he doesn't even know, could you be with me tonight? Wow, so he's even he's realizing in his head again, going through these thoughts, that could could that person even be with me tonight? Could they physically be with me tonight? No, it's like, he's, he's kind of, uh, maybe he's going a little bit crazy over this whole thing, having a conversation with this person in his mind, yeah. asking them, I mean, would he, you stay with me down- tonight? 
he's downplaying what it is. He's calling it a little thing buried in the other things, but yeah. all of those things could be a thing. You know what I mean? I don't know. Let's yeah, dig into really verse good. two. And yeah. See. Yeah. And then, and then it seems to be a little bit more realistic or physical here on the uh-huh. cab ride. You said nothing, just hair all in your face. Uh, and when with Take hair all picture. in your face, there's, yeah, there's two things I could ga- could gather from that. He's looking at her and seeing when you see somebody else and the hairs in their face or they look a little bit disheveled and you're like in a relationship with them. Sometimes that can be an endearing quality or or something that brings you back to a more raw or um, carnal part of your relationship. That's one one way of seeing it. The other thing that I was thinking is that hair all in your face. Maybe they just got done with some kind of heated argument. And that's mm. why she said nothing and hair all in your face. She doesn't care how she looks. She's just looking away or looking out the window as they're in this cab. I was going to say maybe the window's open and that's why the hair's all oh, in her face. Or that. There's a third option there mm-hmm. <laughs> that I'm unaware of here. So maybe, yeah, and maybe she could be enjoying the cab ride. He sees her enjoying yeah. this, taking that all in. Um, but then it goes on. But I was scared to name it and nothing changed. Uh, again, going back to that first verse, what's everything not to call and find out why? I think this guy's afraid. Uh, I was scared to name it and nothing changed. Didn't want to address any kind of issue that may have been apparent at that time, if it was the conversation they had or if him looking at her in that moment of joy. Yeah, where the winds what do you think he's referring her. to? What's it? On the cab ride, you said nothing, just hair all in your face, but I was scared to name it and nothing changed. I was scared to name it, like name it as in a breakup name. Yeah, it to as put I think their... to put a label on what they were, which may be friends or potentially friends, inevitably friends, um, a, a couple on the on the on the precipice of a breakup, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, do you want to label what we have here, what 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 this is, or do we want to just let it skate on a little bit longer and and going back to the whole, would you stay with me tonight? You know, just let that question. And this might get answered more. What if, what if he, what if he kissed a girl at the office Christmas party that he took as a date that was a friend and now it's awkward? Well, okay. Then let me, let me take a step back here and uh, mention what a tune from song meanings. What a tune says, let me go to what a tune. Let me just make sure I have the full one. I just, I took an excerpt. I'm thinking he, or she, considering the nature of the album, is in love with possibly a best mate, feels that it's mutual, <laughs> and senses it in the cab ride, then realizes it not so half-invented, only their half is real. And the other half is that, you know, this this person is with a somebody else, and they shouldn't think about it because it's their best mate, yet they can't help but dream about it. So very, yeah, along those lines, it could definitely be a third... Uh, a third party and you know we also can't forget and i'm interested in which photo inspired this yeah. but a lot of these stories are not autobiographical these are stories written by looking at photos in a book so i'm interested in what photo this could be and here's my thought i mean i don't know if, we'll ever, if we're ever going to see these images but just from that first verse i imagine somebody on the street taking a photo of somebody up in an empty office building peering outside not at the camera or anything but just being sort of introspective with maybe snow, which could, yeah. could go along with the whole Christmas Eve thing. Uh, and then just the thoughts that are going through that guy's mind, which also goes along with my my um, my my thought of this being a lot of reflection. 
in this song on not a lot that's actually going on, but it's just what's inside this person's head and what are they thinking throughout the the pro the, the progress of this song. Yeah. Wow, that's really good. Yeah, I would love to see the photo that that goes along with this one. Uh, and then the verse continues. So I walked till I just couldn't. Too late, I understood. Um, makes me think of, uh, oh man, what was it? The the not the amber lights. It was the the orange street lights from here. I <laughs> could be anything, but I think that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that song. Was that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I know, right? So bad. That wasn't. I promise um, I see it again. I promise I see this with you. Which we did. Yeah. And uh, which makes me think of that is that somebody walking down the streets, pondering, thinking, just, you know, their heads full of of just thought at that point, Um, just in this introspective mood. Uh, It was always half invented. And do you know. Off the top of your head, is there any other mention of invented in um, in any of the other of the songs on this album? I don't think so. I think I this is the this, this is, is it, the one right? where they name the name the album. Right. So I think that's a very poignant line. It doesn't make much sense to me. Uh, I kind of went along with what uh, what a tune was saying. Where I'm thinking at this part, it was always half invented, but the other half was good. As he's creating a future in his mind. Um. Uh, and he felt like their past, the other half that that he's lived, was actually was was good. And it's looking pretty dismal. <laughs> the forecast is looking uh, like a a, a rocky a rocky yeah. future. So uh, that song, by the way, is just watch the fireworks, which we have not done. Yes, yet. we have not. You freaked so me out. I, I was like, um, which one why was would it? I not remember that. No, because I sang the wrong one. That's what it was. Oh, I right. think in ten. It was ten. Thank you. Yeah, it was clear. It was clarity. I was looking at static reveals. Ah. It was from clarity. So you you picked the right lyrics. I picked the wrong song. Oh, okay. So <laughs> after that verse, then we go back into the chorus, and so it says the same the same chorus. It reiterates. It's just a little yes. thing. Oh, I had a quite. I had a theory about verse two though. So on the cab ride, you said nothing, just hair all in your face. But I was scared to name it. Nothing changed. So I walked till I just couldn't. So he's outside the cab now. Is he walking home? Yeah. Too late, I understood. It was always half invented, but the other half was good. So half of it he made up in his head, and the other half is him walking home. So maybe maybe he imagined kissing his best mate, didn't actually do it, and it was ending up walking home. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Have you been to New York? Yes. Have you been to New York in winter? Yes. Sorry, I didn't catch that. Have you been to New York in winter? Yes. Okay, and we went. We went in the dead. I think it was right after Christmas that we went. And there's something about me too. I went for in, New Year's. Yeah, there's something about being there. I'm gonna ask you what year you went because maybe we went the same year. <laughs> That'd be uh, sick. I actually ran into somebody I knew in Times Square waiting for the ball to drop. It was insane. Oh, man, uh, but we, so we had gone after. You know, we're west. We're West Coasters, but going there. And you're in this area that some of these people live there, work there, have grown up there. So it's nothing different for, for them. But for Lindsay and I, when we were there, it was just us at that at that time. It, it seemed like a, another world for us. There was snow on the ground. We could walk mm-hmm. blocks. And I'm thinking that this just kind of goes along that the photo of maybe a high rise that's in the downtown area. I'm, I'm thinking New York. 
where let's say you get off, like you get you're the second one on the cab, the cab ride. It's like, all right, okay, thanks for dropping off this girl. Take me home. I'm a couple blocks up. You get out, you don't necessarily want to go in yet. You just you're not done thinking. So you just take a walk around a couple mm. more blocks, you know, from first yeah. down to, to Main Street. And just to just to think more. And maybe that's what he's talking about there. So I walked till I just couldn't. It's just he couldn't go inside and end the night. He just had to continue walking and thinking about the little thing that's going yeah, on yeah, in yeah, his yeah. mind. And and half invented again. There he he's just he's creating these things that never will never come to fruition. They'll they're never going to be. Yeah. So does that answer your? I mean, or you know, going back to the cab. I think so. Thing, I, I think see that it. makes that I could, see it for that, sure. The only thing is, I would never. To share me, it makes a lot more sense that this is in a downtown area where there's a there's a lot of more ease of walking and and having a lot going on. I couldn't imagine this being like anywhere rural. <laughs> you know, like yeah. there's like the the one downtown um, Oklahoma City building, and then there's just walking around downtown Oklahoma City. <laughs> I don't know if that's yeah. a thing, but or a downtown Tempe. I don't know, or or Mesa, wherever they are. <laughs> yeah, downtown Mesa's got a little more going for, going for it than yeah. downtown Tempe. <laughs> well, it's coming up, man. It's coming up. Yeah. And uh, so there's two things that come out of the next little section. One thing I am sad to say is one of the weakest solos. Uh, and I know we've <laughs> talked about some of the some of their solos. They don't put a lot of emphasis on their solos. But this is, to me, one of the weakest ones. Uh, yeah. And the, the and the biggest part of the weakness is at the end when they do that, they play the same solo over again. But then Tom comes in with the heart, the harmony of that bendy note. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But the other thing that comes out of this are, that's when you start to hear the strings. Yeah. Which I feel is such a sweet build. Yeah. And, and I didn't even notice this, but genius.com has the, um, has the annotation for that. The conductor, David Campbell. That's right. That's back daddy. Uh, a Canadian arranger, composer and conductor. Um, and you know who he is? That's Beck's dad. That's Beck's dad. That is Beck's dad, and he was the one that did the same strings for um, the Google Dolls, the Google Dolls song that we were talking about, Iris. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? So the guy's very accomplished. Uh, but it, it, all I guess it is, all I guess it is, is just the cello. We got Steve Richards on the cello, and then there's four violinists that come in. So just a very small string section, but it yeah. adds so much when they come back out of that. Out of the solo. Let's take a look and see what Steve Richards has done. Yeah. Uh, a couple remixes. A, a Jennifer Love Hewitt record from 1992. Mm. Harry Connick Jr., When My Heart Finds Christmas. A worship record. Kenny Rogers. So this dude's Lyle Lovett. Oh, wow. Very accomplished. This dude's uh, pretty accomplished, yeah. Carter Burwell. So he did a movie soundtrack, Conspiracy Theory, with Mel Gibson. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Steve Richards is like theory. the guy. Okay, that's a cellist you call when you need somebody, and then yeah, the four violinists. <laughs> I got a guy. Yeah, I can go. Yeah, uh, I mean, oh, I did look into all, all of them were somebody except for this guy Gerardo uh, Hilara. Who, oh, is he the one more and one more? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's that's his only credit. Um, so maybe he was like a, a a friend of or a student of one of the other violinists. Because Tammy is Eric on? Uh, Hat one. Hot one, uh, Michelle Richards, Josefina Vergara, and Gerardo Hilara. So we've got David David Campbell. Yeah, David Campbell as the conductor. And then what would you say is the contractor? Would that be like the lead 
the lead musician. I, I mean, because there's no. I wonder if she just here. knew the people. Like David called her and was like, "Hey, I need four violinists and a cellist." Right, and you can see in her picture that she's got a violin, the the neck of the violin yeah. next to her. So she plays. Yeah. A conductor, arranger, and cellist. So that yeah, it's a, the neck of so a yeah, cellist. So yeah, she's in the Los Angeles String Orchestra. There you go. And so maybe she's just. You know, David Campbell lives here in L.A. and he probably just calls her up and be like, hey, I need to put some musicians together. So, you know, these are these are names that are dropped when we'll go to a Hollywood Bowl and they'll announce uh-huh. like Susie Katayama. And there's a there's an ovation for her. And I have no idea who they're talking about. Yeah. People what? In the know, it's like, oh, this is Susie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she's shit. sick, man. Dude, she's worked with Guns <laughs> N' Roses and Barbara Streisand. <laughs> but I'm just I'm out of the loop of that. Yeah, totally. So yeah, five. Uh, I guess six. Then, if you're counting Steve, there's there's uh, six string instrument players there, and then uh, yep. Beck's dad at the helm. Yep. And it. I mean, it sounds. It sounds really. It, it sounds tight. It sounds. It doesn't sound like a full it gets symphony. Big. Yeah, it does. It for being six people. I don't know if they layered it yeah. at all, but it's a very beautiful build to the end. Well, any where at a this, real strings behind the band is gonna sound nice and full and big yeah and they do the they do the uh the chorus twice so over the course of those two choruses they build the strings in the background the music is building zach's building until it comes back to the very end and zach does some cool kick patterns in the bridge well it's a slower jam i mean what does tune bat say is the bpm for this one? Oh, let's take a look uh i didn't write it down but i oh you know what Oh, you know what I have it here. Give me just it's a 148 beats per minute. Oh, there you go. So I would think 160 is is pretty pretty fast. So 148, and he gives him a little bit more time to get in there and do a little bit of extra yeah. bass action with his with his feet. Yeah. The uh, the energy on this one, and maybe because of the build, is at an 89. Dance abilities 41. Happiness maybe because of the <laughs> connotation 36. Um, the loudness is as a negative five decibels. Uh, instrumentalness. That's a one out of a hundred. I feel like from the buildup. Yeah, all the I don't, know, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Liveliness of 31 and a speechiness of three. <laughs> so my oh, laptop weird. is in Texas and so is TuneBat, man. I wish they would get back to us so we can, we can have a conversation with them about this. Yeah. So anyway, that's the lyrics there is, is, uh, and that's my thought is it's a song about reflecting about little things and in the case oh, of Oliver, this, he's got an email. Uh, got an email oh, this guy. Tune bat. Yeah, please do. So you've got it there. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Oliver. <laughs> I love that name. All right, Oliver, come on. Uh, and, uh, you know, for anyone listening that wants to uh, give us any information or supplemental facts here, 484-JE-POD. Yes, please. <laughs> all right. Now, um, so that's all I got for the lyrics. Again, um, I, I don't necessarily know if the little things are good or bad in this. It sounds like they're they have um, the intention of being positive, but they may actually be negative things or bad things, and that's why the the relationship is inevitably going to. I think it could be those those things in your mind where you yeah. overthink things. Yeah, and that the the little things that uh, that build up. And it doesn't maybe it doesn't matter if they're good or bad. They are there are they it, that's a fact. They are good and bad. But yeah. whatever they are, they they build up, they help you to to move through things and um 
you know, in this case, it's just what's going on in this uh, in this individual's mind. So that's what I got for the lyrics, man. Cool. You know what else I thought of with this little little thing? I thought of the very first film that I ever saw as a child where I felt a feeling of loss. And I'm going to give you a couple of hints, and I want to see if you can guess this. This movie came out, this film came out in 1988. It is an animated film. And, uh, and it has to do with loss. An American tale. Very close. Wow, really good. Oh. I don't know when that one came out. Uh, the Land Before Time. Oh, yeah. Just think of Littlefoot. And um, and I was watching a clip today. Jack walked in and he goes, hey, are you watching cartoons? Because, you know, like they're all about, <laughs> like, are you watching something? I said, no, I'm doing research. And uh, and I only got to watch a clip with, with Littlefoot and Ducky when she meets Ducky. Yep, yep, yep. And yep, yep, yep. I forgot what the leaf was, what that tree star uh, tree star. Is that where they're going? Is that where they're um, they're heading? They're to the going valley? to the Great Valley, the Great Valley, where all the tree stars are. Oh, man. Yeah, I couldn't. It was only a three That's minute a clip one. and that was just it was just their meeting. But oh, I, my I gosh. Even, do you want to really bum yourself out? Look up the story of the girl that played Ducky. Yeah, I unfortunately and, uh, I, I had heard about uh, it with Judy Barcy. Judith, yeah. Judith Barcy. It's a sad story, and we're not here to bum bum anyone out, but it is it is an unfortunate. Um, it's crazy to think that it happened in our backyard, man. Just Canoga Park, right over the hill. Yeah. In in nineteen, uh, it happened in nineteen eighty eight. It was like right after Land Before Time yeah. came out. I think all of that stuff went yeah. down. Oh, terrible. <sighs> yeah, that's sad. Anyway, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, here's that's what I was gonna say. There was a mention. Did you see the article from AntiQuiet.com? I don't think so. Uh, this one came out. It was on September 10th, 2010. So this was uh, a three right weeks before, before the record the came album. out. Yeah. yeah, right before the record came out. And where did I mark it here? There's only one paragraph where they mention this song, among others. Okay. Uh, but Anti-Quiet goes on to say, the string section returns for Little Thing, along with a xylophone, which I don't think I heard. Well, you know what? It, it, it I can hear it. Doom, 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 doom. Now I can hear it in my head. Maybe I was thinking that that was the piano. So oh, along, yeah, I think I thought it was, too, yeah. Yeah, along with the xylophone, in a Connor Oberst-leading sad reflection of the great unspoken hanging in the air, uh, killing everything else in the process. Ooh, that's a very huh. good uh, little thought there. So the sad reflection of the great unspoken hanging in the air, like what that, – that's kind of what we were talking about, is that there's uh, there's something that we fail to want to put a name on and that's what they're that's what's actually hanging us up that's what we're reflecting on is that the fact of this thing that is neither it's it's ne- it's nothing that's been solidified or or uh, completed or or had a name or a label put on it and that's what i'm getting stuck on is this is this big nothing i don't even know if it's if it's a bad or a good thing so sure um, yeah yeah, the, the and then they go on to for another couple of uh, tracks. The flip side is explored in Barebones Acoustic Heart Crusher Cut from the perspective of someone who's finalized they've outgrown the relationship, not cut out for the fight anymore. Uh, but yeah, they had a little section, so they, they did a, a a treatment on each one of of the tracks here. So I'll, I'll be going back. I'll be going back to that little anti-quiet article uh, in the yeah. past. Yeah, the band worked on each it. track in their own studio, Unit 2 in Tempe, Arizona and would send the multi-track recordings to Trombino in California. Mark is a ninja with a computer ad can asks or ads after trying out a couple songs. We knew he brought something really complimentary to the sessions, the Mark Trombino sessions. Oh boy. (laughs) 
All right, let me uh, let me get this watch together link set up. I'm just getting it all set up. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We're good there. All I right. I didn't send you the watch together. Right. Um, I want to go back and revisit like exactly what Zach is doing here in the bridge. Just to kind of take a stab and guess that this is where it is. Coming out at the end of the bridge, right before he goes into the thing, he does a cool thing where he With the alternates snare. the kick pattern. It's more the kick pattern that he does. I, I guess it, that's what it is. Is he's he's snare heavy and accenting with the kick and then he reverses it and then he's kick heavy and with accents on the snare let's uh let's take a listen here oh i don't hear it on my end let's see there we go go oh, ahead there it went you okay. got it uh let's see if this is before the it's your favorite guitar solo yeah Bend it, bend it. <laughs> okay, here we go. There, oh man, the strings. I know it's just a little thing. Oh my gosh. So yeah, he's uh he's accenting it and uh with the snare and while he does the kick, but then he's accenting the, the kick while he's hitting the snare. It's kind of cool. Like, I don't know. It was, I noticed it this last time I listened through. Right. Um, and that's a technique that I've referred to personally as like, it's a blues technique to me where uh, if, if I could kind of get, um, describe this to you, like, let's say there's in one entire uh, one bar of a blues lick, there's going to be 75 okay. notes. But the second time the blues artist plays that they they don't play anything for the first two mm. measures and the last two they play all 75 notes because that's just that's what they're feeling at that moment and they get through it uh that's kind of what it feels like with this is that he's got all these notes that he could play and he's just doing it with the kick drum and the snare but he's just kind of uh, he's just changing the order around a little bit it's not necessarily right. to the degree of a, like a blues player where it's it's it, you're feeling something but and more that, blues than jazz yeah but yeah but Zach is just taking it and just reordering the snare and 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 bass, and it it, it does it kind of reinvigorates the song, especially after that that solo, which is so sick. I'm so glad you played that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nah, not that bad. It's just it just seems yeah. like a pass pass to me. Sure. Yeah. Totally. Um, um, yeah. I so there's also oh. another uh, punknews.org article. Oh. That uh, came out, so it's the same day, yep, September 28th, 2010, Brian, Brian Yancey, and uh, unfortunately, it's not the, so it's a staff reviewer, it's not the most enlightening review, and he says, stop, little thing, and cut, open up the album's second half, and while stop is a prime example of Jimmy World's ability to craft an interesting, heartfelt ballad, the two songs that follow it seem like a wet blanket in comparison, and meander so much, it's difficult to keep paying attention to what's happening. Uh, so my thought I is that... I see that. Yeah, but Brian Yancey's kind of a dick. I don't like the wording yes, that also, he chose. A wet blanket. Yeah. I um, what I, I, I'm hung up on the technicality that stop actually ends side A, and little <laughs> thing is the opener on side B, so he really just doesn't like the B side of this record. Yeah, he gave up. You're right. Yeah. Um... In that they only played it three times, um, I have one of the times that they played it live. 
Well, and what was that, that venue? Uh, this is at K Rock's Almost Acoustic Christmas 2010. This is December 11th. Ah, so they were just um, pushing this, man. Oh yeah. So this is from user. Uh, actually, no, I lied. This is actually from the Ventura Theater. So this is uh, December 10th, 2010. Whatever Christmas show was up there. This is posted by Blind Tachi Seven, December twelfth, two thousand ten. Um, but let's take a listen. I didn't even listen to it yet, so. Uh... All right, this is a new song. It's called Little Thing. whatever they're doing with the guitars here that i was wondering what it's they so were doing swirly when they just let, it, let like, it ring out yeah it's so swirly and cool sounding yeah. i kind of want to like let this whole thing play through since i don't have any covers so i don't have a lot yeah of, I mean, go ahead man because i don't i don't have any i yeah. have a very nice surprise for you but go ahead and, uh, and oh, let it play So I hear keys, but I see an empty keyboard. Oh yeah. <laughs> Power. How do you play to a track on this? You got a keyboard right there. Anyway. Play, play. You're right. What were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say go ahead and play it because now I now I hear it, but I don't see anyone there either. Yeah. Yeah. looks like tom singing backups but i can't really hear him i feel like that's always an issue when i see jimmy world is definitely one of the bands where i can almost never hear tom sing his harmonies back and then every time he goes and plays blister you're halfway through the first verse before they remember to turn his mic up and it's like <laughs> maybe you should just leave his mic hot like yeah I he just, knows what he's doing uh, he's been doing this for 20 something years yeah, and it's like, you know they're going out with their own sound guy. How is that dude, like, asleep? No one is moving, so I can see why this probably got rotated out of the set list pretty quickly. But I like, I like it. It sounds cool live.
man. Do something different. So from for a me, yeah, it is what it is. From a production standpoint, like if I'm critiquing this production wise, uh, you know, I'm talking with the band after this. Let's say this is the dress rehearsal. What I would say, there's two things, um, things that are in my control. I would do something more with the lighting. It's just blue lighting. Um, yeah. But he could have done, and maybe this is the Weezer fan in me, more of like a chunky breakdown. Where it's like junk, junk, junk. Junk, junk, junk. Yeah, that, that would be tight. With, and like Zach doing lights. symbol grabs back yes. there. Like, oh, man. <laughs> that would liven me up. But I, right now I'm in the bathroom. You know, I'm using the restroom. Yeah, or, or grabbing getting another. A, in, line, in line for a beer. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Sorry, little thing. But I don't know. That's that's just my thought with that. So I like that thought. Yeah, that's a good thought. <laughs> now, uh, there was a lot to say on the in the community for this track yeah yeah i have the most community i think i've ever had on yeah which is great uh the first oh oh real quick this this song happened to also be on a comp uh coachella uh, did a record store day comp and they were on it with this song oh really yeah so there's that yeah this one was a a user that i have not uh i i don't i don't remember seeing in any of our other uh mentions but it was six months ago by to feel you invented Yes. So invented is uh, probably a big a big album in their um, in their minds. So uh, oh yeah, that see. reminds me. Hold on. So to feel you invented. There's a whole song called Invented. We're oh, like, yeah. yeah, this is the only song they mention it. This is it. This is where they get the title of the record. Well, Let that alone, and Jimmy Eat World always names their records after right. Songs, However, pretty much. Uh, let me look at this really quick. Let me look at the lyrics for Invented. Do they mention? Man, you know somebody invented. told us what that car was out the window on the back of the record, and I've already forgotten. I think it's a Subaru. Oh, they do mention it. I was gonna say, don't they not name that? But they do actually say it in the course. They to feel you invented. So I thought exactly that the, like this person. 
right. So you invented. There you go. All right. Well, strike what we said earlier. Obviously, yep. we're huge fans of this band. And this yeah, record. I thought that this was one of those <laughs> where it wasn't that obvious, and that was the one small mention of invented. Yeah, but oh, again, that would be way cooler. We yeah, it would have been. It's okay though. We're both mistaken. Invented is actually a sick song. Um, it is. So off of invented, they said. Um, I'm tired of all the war you bring home. I command a higher devotion. I just love the screaming on this one in the car. I'd put the entirety of Little Thing, but I'll just pick out I was scared to name it and nothing changed. It's so simple and devastating, like all the best lyrics by this band. Which kind of goes back to what the, it was it Punk News? No, 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 it wasn't Punk News. It was the Anti-Quiet, just talking about those things that we never say and that's what ends up being the, you know, what the downfall of our relationship is this stuff that could have been that we made a big deal out of. Right. Yeah. So that is a very beautiful lyric. It does not match my firefight lyric, which I got tattooed on my arm. Love is quartz and breath. The oh, second that's right. Hand <laughs> from last week's episode, but it is very close. Love that tattoo work. You got done. <laughs> See, I'm getting better with the timing here. You know, I'm trying, I'm starting to get in the mindset of being a week ahead. A week ahead. Yeah. And this was a cool one, too. Did you have this one uh, from Nez477? Let's see. That doesn't sound familiar. No. My 10K Jew playlist. Uh, Oh, yeah. That sounded like way too much to read, so I didn't click. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because I'm always interested when people, on on even the Facebook page, or or for the the group that we have there, and people ask, okay, okay, give me some some hard hitters, and I always point them to my Jimmy Eat Rocks playlist on Spotify, because that's what I use when I want something that's harder. It's not the soft stuff. It's not... I think even though 23 is on there, there's not a lot of soft stuff. There's no night drive. Um, so the goal is to get really high tempo, blood pumping songs. And uh, little thing made it on there toward the end, right? Right before Whoa, all you. the way stay. So right after love, never. Uh, and then before all the way stay uh, toward the end it ends off with congratulations. And some other people had JG 429 says, I think you're really missing out on blister and maybe pain. Pain's a good one. True, yeah. And, yeah, see, got a Spotify link. Lockhelm has has the right questions here because I want to be able to add this and and, uh, and put it on there. So just to give the whole, let's see, they're trying. My first 10K was uh, one hour, so I'm determined to do so. I, I guess they're doing better. Let, last time I made a playlist with 40 run-friendly songs, but this one's all Jimmy Eat World. So it goes, Futures, Preci- Precision Auto, Criminal Energy, Bleed American, Praise, a Praise Chorus, just tonight, big casino delivery, work, kill, evidence, love never, little thing, all the way, stay, sweet, sweetness, and congratulations. I wonder if they went to TuneBag, got the BPMs, and was like <laughs> finding songs that like it's so you could important, like set a pace to. It's so important to get that because otherwise you're going to screw up your rhythm. Yeah, I'm not a runner. Right? I really wish I were, but I messed up my leg like in 2003, and it. Um... Yeah, see, like the the tempo of just tonight is perfect for running. It's like do do ka do 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 ka do 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 ka do 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 ka. So mm. if you could match that with all the other ones. Now let me ask you this. Are you, you a runner? Because it, yeah, yeah, man. Every other day, brother. Oh man, how far do you run? Three miles is what I'm conditioned for right now. I don't do long That's distance. Crazy. I don't want to. I don't want to screw up my knees too bad. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. I tore the meniscus in my right knee in 2003, and it's never been the same. Like I can predict when it's gonna rain and all kinds yeah. of weird shit. Like right now, my knee is bothering me. Well, what does that mean? Is it gonna rain in the next week? Uh, no. It just means that I'm in a. Uh, I hate our couch, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, there you I go. I think it's the couch. 
Now, uh, let me ask you this about mixed mixed uh, tapes and mixed albums. And in this case, let's let's stay in the scope of Jimmy Eat World. When you're putting together a mix, and let's say it's going to be a 30 to 45 minute mix. So you're trying to you're trying to mimic a full album. Do you go with a full, like let's say balls to the wall, like hardcore theme, or do you do it kind of how they do albums where they'll have a nice strong introduction and then a, sort of a an ebb into a like they did with this one with love never little thing and all the way stay i feel it's like a little bit of an ebb and then it comes back out to sweetness and congratulations do you purposefully do that when you're making mixes Mm, not often i'm more balls to the wall like all this stuff now there are times where like i might think i if i sit down and i really spend the time like oh i'm gonna go on a long drive and this is gonna be the playlist i put together and it better not just all be adrenaline all the way maybe i'll do the first hour i'll be adrenaline and then (laughs) <laughs> like I'll do like a half hour of some like, but no, when not you usually, usually. Yeah. But also like I do weird playlists. Like uh, I noticed the other, uh, a couple years ago, there's a Daft Punk song. There's uh, what's the name of that band that my sister grew up with this guy, uh, airborne toxic event. Oh, and yeah. uh, no, it's not Daft Punk. It's um, uh, Daft Punk's playing at my house, my house. What band LCD sound system. Oh, okay. And then some other band. Oh, uh, the 1975 all have songs where the first line is and it starts. And so I made a playlist of those. (laughs) And the playlist is called and it starts. I make weird playlists. So David, David's Um, themed uh, mixtapes. Right. Yeah, I guess (laughs) it's only three songs long right now, but (laughs) I haven't made a mixtape in a long time. I think I've done it for my sisters a couple of times, but I try to get that, that in there. So you made our nineties mixtape. Recently. Oh yeah, which is which is so cool. I keep going back to that, and just to think that that's twenty, that's uh, you know essentially it's twenty years old. Is that the, the tracks that yeah. are on that? But that was a, a, a sort of a, a a moment in time of K Rock. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, I listened to Striker and Klein this morning because I left the house without my phone, and uh, they played Mumford and Sons and Evanescence and. Something else where I was like, I thought they were supposed to be playing like top 40 stuff. Like what's going on? <laughs> yeah. I heard uh, 21 pilots the other day and what else were they doing? It was very, it was kind of odd. I mean, I, I get what they, why they were doing it. I know that they're expanding their, uh, their but Mumford and their, Sons and Evanescence is like the yeah, stuff that's... I expect K rock to play. So I don't know. Maybe they're, <laughs> maybe they're trying to go back M- and Mumford do like and sons though. Mumford and sons. Well, I feel like they were like in 2010, they were like, oh, Mumford and Sons is cool. And like, yeah. you know, they play Coldplay all the time on K-Rock, too. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so and, anyway. Yeah. Invented. So that was the 10K playlist. Not, not uh, Pebble Swifts, but Walking on a Wires. Little now, thing, which one? Because there's two Walking on a Wire survivors. I got one from three years ago. So not the most recent one. Uh, I didn't write down what the dates were on this, but there was an invented survivor and then a best of the best survivor. Oh, no, this is the invented survivor. Okay. And uh, in this one, invented took first place. And then the heart, heart is hard to find. But Little Thing came in third place. Yeah, 54% of the votes. Yeah, imagine if it had a six solo. It would have been second place. <laughs> yeah, right? I can guarantee. I mean, how would you, I mean, do you ever dabble? Like, how would you do the solo on this? It is very uh, lazy, but it's also kind of like a lazy song. So they're also yeah, and it's only I mean, if you look at the 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 solo, it's what like thirty seconds. So there's not a lot of time to do any noodling in there. Justin, I have an idea. 
Yeah. But it would require a financial obligation from you. Are we going to are we going to hire somebody for this do episode? One? Do you want to pay Little Red Guitars to fifty dollars to do a new solo on this song? Uh, oh, I think I know who you're gonna who you're gonna ask, right? Does it? Yeah, have, Little Red, Red Guitars too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, <laughs> we'll put our money where our mouths are. Let's see if we can put a better solo yeah. on the song Little Thing. I'm gonna hit him up, and we'll tack it Perfect. on to the end of this episode. Okay, I'm very excited Sweet. now. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Oh man, this is gonna be so ridiculous. It it's be... gonna be the most ridiculous solo. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, it will be reinvented, baby. I oh love my it. god, it's gonna be cool. Uh, yeah, How it's, it's... dare you come up with something so funny? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Is there anything uh, else? Oh, did, then... did, was there a reason you were staying away from Pebble Swiss Survivor? No, I didn't. And do you have it? I just okay. I didn't find it. So Go yeah, ahead, it, it. it made it to round six. It was forty-four percent, eighteen votes. And then it was on Walking on Wire did a best of the best Survivor. And I guess for some reason, the song made it to that version of Survivor. It placed 22nd. So, oh, <laughs> um, it got three votes. Mm. Um, so uh, I don't know what the criteria was, because if it placed third on Invented, uh, it shouldn't even have been yeah, there so in my three, opinion. But three years ago, 2017, you just got to think of where people's minds are, what other music has been released at that moment in time. And maybe just little thing just doesn't stand up at that, you know, in a, a few months ago compared to three years ago. Sure. Who knows? Um, the last community comment that, that I have was uh, common themes and motifs again from to feel you invented 18 days. Oh. ago. Oh, Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I found a cool post on Tumblr where someone created playlists based on her favorite themes and motifs used in Taylor Swift songs, which you can find there. Um, And then, so they ask about uh, themes and motifs in Jimmy Eat World songs. And driving in a car, which I'm sure you will find that we we follow those motifs in our our, uh, tracks as well. And Ella Bella Modella commented on, there's a bit... Of a Christmas feel. Obviously, there's Christmas card, 122395, a couple of Christmas covers, and then Little Thing mentions Christmas Eve too. And uh, Kaiju Bait, <laughs> triple zero. Uh, I've noticed Jim has a tendency to mention winter or cold weather, which is interesting when you live in uh, in Arizona. You know, like is desert weather, is it very polar? Is it like super hot in the it summer? Is. And it's then insanely it's de- hot during the day, and then it, like super cold like at night. Blistering right? cold at weather. night, yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay, maybe, I don't know. And they have snow there too, right? Yep. Something we don't get out here. Very rare <laughs> not, do we get anything not enough, in SoCal. Yeah. I mean, you got go to gotta go to the San Bernardino Mountains to get that kind of stuff. Or or the Angeles National Forest, which I've seen pictures of you and your family yeah. in there, right? That's close That's enough. That's right. Which is pretty. Yeah, so I like those themes. I like that. I like the Christmas theme. And again, I'd love to see the photo that uh, that goes along with this song. Yeah. And I actually saw Throw It Away... Two, four, six, eight. It basically somebody made a Reddit throw throwaway account five months ago. That was. Does anybody know why some two word J- Jimmy Eat World songs titles are written as one word? And Meta Luke Five says, "My guess as to why it is because it looks better as one word. Separating the compound word really looks weird to me. Little thing, nothing wrong. Fire fight. Bye bye love." The band does have a tendency for shorter song titles as well, so it could be just a preference thing. But I thought it was funny that some some people are on to our... I mean, I didn't think I was being super clever, but p- other people have the thoughts, man. Yeah. 
And then didn't I looked at that thread? Didn't someone come in and say, "Well, what about what I would say?" Yeah, to there was now? a big argument. Yeah, there was all kinds <laughs> yeah, of arguments. A, you know, there's always going to be an outlier, right? It's just yeah. whatever he's feeling at the time. What I would say to you now. Uh, now, let me ask you this: uh, I, I'm not going to jump into covers because there's not actually a cover to jump into. But it, do you, have you watched Shameless at all? No, but this was you. You have not watched, and neither have I. I haven't. I haven't either. However. I know that uh, it's it's one of those shows where so you got me into um, Shit's Creek and before you and I were potting, Lindsay goes it was like ten o'clock and she goes Do you want to start another episode so we started it and then you said you're setting up so I said you know what let's we're only a minute into this oh let's yeah this. Bummer, but we are just go- no that's fine man we're just going we're going uh, full bore into uh, into Shit's Creek oh good um, where are you another in the show? one uh, we are at uh, episode eleven of season one. Okay, so, cool, I mean, it, cool. we're really starting to get into this, the character development. Uh, they're really falling into who they are in this town. But uh, with Shameless, I mean, this has been around, it's 10 seasons now. So many. Yeah, and I know I love William H. Macy. Love Bill And there's, there's a lot to it. His and wife this, is problematic, you, though. But <laughs> yeah. Did you come across this on YouTube, the, uh, the Shameless season one finale? Yes. Okay. Now, do you want to do... Let me see how long was it. Was it um, just like a two or three minutes? Would you want to do, since neither of us have seen this, I'll turn it down a little bit lower sure, on mine. Yeah. Do you want to do like sort of like an interpretation of what's going on based on what we're seeing? Sure, here yeah, based this? on having never seen the show, yes. Having never seen this show, yeah. All right, here. So I'm gonna I'll just start playing. And it. then and then our listeners who are familiar with the show should call <laughs> 44JE Pod and tell us what was happening, actually. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. This is going to be the Shameless Season 1 finale. We'll try not to give anything away again. We're, we're uh, new at this. Now, I imagine that's father and son, maybe, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Dad is leaving. And then maybe the son is like, oh, I can't believe he actually left. But he was smiling. Oh, the son was smiling? Yeah. Like maybe he was supposed to leave. Oh. Ah, uh, yes. Hey, look, they're in a they're in a traveling area. In this case, it's a subway or a, an, an L train. Well, this looks like an airport. Is he kidnapping her? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> so, wait, did he not know her? He did not. So it seems like he was. Oh, that's creepy. Oh, and then she's sad. So it looks like he was. Oh, expecting... I see. Is this? Ah, he was expecting to see her, and she's still on the train platform. She didn't get on the train. Exactly. So, yeah. Either right. so they're stay on, yeah, different stops. Or decided not to leave. Is that L.A.? It is. I saw the bank. Uh, this so he's holding a guy. ticket. Maybe he had a ticket for her? Oh, oh. man. Oh. Oh, he was supposed to meet her, and she didn't meet him. Oh. Yeah, they're at the Kedzie station. And he's coming That's down off the platform now. Up, oh, and we cut to her. Now she's back downtown. Up, oh, she sees a friend of hers. Oh, this looks like a, like a, the B option. Like, this was something that was presented to her previously, but wasn't really sure about it. Is this work? 
did she go to work? It seems late. It does. Maybe this is like a political, uh, you know, like one of those things. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, this is. She's working a political campaign. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't look entirely happy about it, but she made the decision. Oh, and then the pan outside. What is out there? Big what crane is... shot. Yeah. Oof. That looks heavy. So, what could have been so, was okay. not. Uh, so the dad leaving or or being good, that, that almost had nothing to do. That was really getting us into the reuniting right scene. That was that probably turned out to that, not be such. Yeah, that episodes. That was probably that episode's arc where the father ends that episode. Well, that's the season arc, right? Because like but no, that's but the then end, I think yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, maybe you're right. You know, again, we're just season one to, finale is you're probably rooting for that guy and the girl to get back together. Yes, and exactly. She chose not to do that. Yes, she chose not to get on the platform. He was waiting for her. She didn't show up and then decided to go back to her life. And then uh, whatever her other option was, which was working at that uh, uh, for the you know political campaign political or whatever it is, campaign? wherever you okay. whatever it is that you work at 1130 at night in downtown. LA, oh, my God. Yeah, she was someone's so happy late. to see it you. was so late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. OK. And then so- did you see this? There's a shameless fan made music video. No, I didn't see that for this song. So let me uh, let me put this up here for you. So this is called Ian and Mickey. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and I don't know if these are characters from the show. This doesn't look like footage from the show. It just looks no, like... No, it doesn't. It looks like from a cell phone. It's just a bunch of guys making out, which is fine. But everything is, like, insanely 4 by 3 Yeah. It's wow. really, like, 3 by 4 like it looks taller than it is. Like, <laughs> what an odd cut. <laughs> have, you, have you been keeping track? Is this five kisses, six kisses? Yeah, man. I I can't tell. It also looks like maybe one of them's a junkie and like enabling the other. Oh. Like maybe this is a bad relationship, but the guy can't stop. Like, look, he doesn't look like he wants to be there. But he doesn't know what else to do. Yeah. But yeah, some of this definitely doesn't look like footage from a Showtime show. But it said it was a shameless, like, what does it say? Ian and Mickey. Natalie Stewart, tell us what this is about. (laughs) So anyway... That's a. It's a lot of these guys making out. Wow. I wonder if this is just season one. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Wow. <laughs> so let me look at the description of this video. I wish I wish Watch Together showed me this. So it says Ian and Mickey, Little Thing, Jimmy Eat World. Oh, uh, why did I think it was Shameless? Maybe it's not. I don't know who Ian and Mickey is. Now I want to know. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to Google It says Ian, Ian and, and Mickey. Mickey Shameless is the top result. Uh, Where does well, it say Shameless? Well, just put it into Google, and if you put it Ian oh, and okay, Mickey, yeah. it just comes up. It auto, auto-completes auto with Shameless as the top result. So there's... Um, they've okay, been together here's, for... Here's a spoiler. Do you want me to spoil? There's people ask, do Ian and Mickey end up together? Do you want me to tell oh, you? Boy. I don't know. I don't know if I want to know. No, I don't want to 
don't know. I might watch the show. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, Mickey you know, McGuire. Especially with shameless, everyone so. being home right now, maybe they want to. They're in the middle of catching up. And they're like, don't don't spoil it about Ian. And oh my Mickey. God! Please don't. Oh God. Um, okay, so it does seem to be shameless, but yeah, yeah, weird. Now, uh, I I do have. Do you want to jump into this because I I have my special gift for you this week. Okay, and I have a special gift as well. <laughs> so I uploaded mine. I, I didn't get so last time I was able to see yours uploaded to the the YouTube. Right, account. I didn't upload mine this time because oh, I made a rave DJ account. Oh, I sick. saved it to rave DJ, and now I can hit upload. I don't even remember what I mixed it with. So. Okay, man. Well, I don't I've think got if mine. I put the rave DJ, if I put the rave DJ link in Watch Together, I'll bet it doesn't work. Yeah, well, I got mine set up, so <laughs> I'll bet you it doesn't work, which is unfortunate. Uh, try yours, and I'll try mine. I did. I've got mine set up. Okay. So did you want? Oh, um, then it, then let's real quick see see if mine plays in here. I don't think it will. No, nah, browser no, extension. I'll probably deal and all that shit. Yeah. All right, now I'll send uh, you my link, but play yours. Okay, I listened to this a second time, and I noticed why it it merge it works well together. And you may catch this on, upon listening. The other band that's not Jimmy World is actually more in the foreground. Uh, they're okay. the ones that are that are sort of uh, uh, their vocals are isolated. Their guitars are more prominent, but uh, it this does really work really well together. It was it did happen to be one of the tracks that was on Toonbat. And, of course, uh, I always use Tune Bad to. <laughs> yeah, I really liked this song when it came out, uh, mainly because of its mention of Nintendo. So here we go. This is called Little Thing Hi-Fi. I'm going to leave it up to you. If you feel like this needs to be cut early, I'm going to play it. If you don't want to play it or you want to pause at any point, I'm going to leave that up to you. Okay? You're so good. this is Little Thing Hi-Fi, Jimmy Eat World, and Flavor of the Week, American Hi-Fi. Oh, hell yeah, I love this song.
I like this part. Yeah. take like a female's voice and, right and the one that comes to mind is that one where you can hear her saying i'm the bearded lady but they take it <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what jim's voice sounded like in this is that they they took it down <laughs> so far that it sounded yeah. kind of like this like in dude where's look, my I'll- car when she's like i need the continuum transfunctioner <laughs> yes <laughs> The uh, but the the one redeeming part. I mean, so it did it did work. There were some parts in the middle where it was really funky, but right after yeah. um, right after the solo, I felt like it redeemed itself. You know, yeah. it was almost like the the minor of the song, and then the major part of him going, "He don't know, or she don't know." It was really pretty when it came back out of yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I liked the the bridge. Really, yeah, saved it. So mm-hmm. I sent you mine. I don't know who Dustin Kensrew is, but they all the people always talk about him in the scene, and I feel like I'm supposed to know who he is. Um, and I'm not familiar with this song, and so I can't okay. attest to this mix. Right. So we can play some of go. it, yeah. and uh, yeah, we'll see. Let's see how far we can get into this puppy. So uh, this is what's his name? Dustin Kensrew or Ken? I'm not 100 percent sure. but uh, I'm not sure what's going on. Yeah. I like this no. part. <laughs> yeah. 
I just can't help but notice that in both of these songs, it seems like the verse is completely taken out from under uh, Jimmy at World. Is that it's just right? Both both American Hi-Fi and it's Kenshru. What's his name? Kenshru. Yeah, Kenshru? maybe I don't know. Yeah, they just they take over the 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 verse there. It's a good. I, I gotta look it. up and let's see. Let's see. Dustin Kenshru. Let's see if we can find an interview where he mentions his name. Yeah, with these names that are tough. Um, I almost want to go look at how they're mentioned before I bring come on the pod and, and start uh, calling names out. Oh, so he's from Thrice, but let's. Oh. Uh, I, I'm gonna copy this link and see if the interviewer in the first couple seconds says his name. I'll put this on watch together real quick. Let's see. This is uh, just to figure out how to say this guy's name. From a fistful of vinyl. What? Yeah. No way. No. Yeah, in the flesh or on the radio. Never mind. Um, it's 11 o'clock, and that means it's time for a fistful of vinyl, and that means you're listening to KXLU, and if you're not, you should be, but, uh, it's really not the audience to try to coerce into listening to. We have a guest tonight. Um, uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Dustin Kensrew. Yeah. Ah, there we go. There it is. He's here. Dustin Kensrew. <laughs> is he the artist in the ambulance? Uh, is that a Thrice reference? Uh, I think that was their yeah their album uh, and then the then song. yes, <laughs> but but he's the lead singer right? He's not like uh, what's that? What's that Thrice song? I think there's a Thrice song I really like. Is it the one that goes? Wow, Artist in the Ambulance was released 2003. What's their biggest song? Uh, it says well on this album it's uh, Cold Cash and Colder Hearts, Under a Killing Moon, All That's Left. All that's left. Let's see what that is. Okay, you want me to play some of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know that song. All right, I got it right here. All that's left. I feel like I'm supposed to know who this is. Yeah, I love this drum beat here. It's so clean. Guitar work on this whole album is so good. Never listen to it. sound takes yeah, me song back. rules oof yeah man um, what is that know, like 2001 the, uh 2003 this came out whoa and i remember reading the artist in the ambulance i, I think he even says this in the song is that uh he was in uh, was it a car accident but he was actually in an ambulance and this song is mm. about him that he was you know he was clinging to life essentially uh yeah well, i can't I, i'm not gonna find it but that's that was the uh, the theme of that uh, that track and and uh, essentially oh. the album. But wow, man, man, that takes me back. <laughs> let's go, let's go play some computer games. Want to go play some Half Life or some uh, Counter Strike, buddy? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, okay. uh, that's about all I got for the song "Little Thing." Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. It's 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 a totally fine song. I like a lot of it. I like the orchestral and piano y parts. I can see maybe why they don't play this live. Um, yeah. And uh it doesn't make me love invented anymore. I, oh, I definitely man. like things about it, but I could see why it's there's no covers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh yeah, and I and I the 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 last third of this track is that's when I feel like it's it's really been um that's when the character of the song really comes out. But I know the whole thing you have to take it all in, into consideration. It's a it's a song about thinking and little things that are in your mind that could build up to a point to where, you know, it's a uh, it could ruin or or build a relationship. I like that theme. It's just as as musically, sonically, it just really doesn't do much for me. Uh, but David Campbell does uh, revive it a little bit, does a little bit of the CPR toward the end of it after that sick solo. I am definitely looking forward to Little Red Guitars 2 banging out that solo for us. <laughs> okay, so uh, I lost Justin. He's going to record an end of the show, and I'm recording an end of the, the show now. Um, most importantly, I think everybody should uh, uh, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! <laughs>